what a man accomplishes, what a man accomplishes, <coughs> depends upon what a man accomplishes, depends upon what he believes. Think about that for a moment. Let's turn to, in your Bibles, to the New Testament. Find the book of Ephesians, chapter 5. And while you're turning there, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that as we look to the Word, you give us insight and inspiration, Father God, of, as to how to conduct our lives, Father God, and make the best of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Ephesians chapter 5, looking at verse 19. Speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, I'll read it from the Amplified. Speak out to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praises with voices. Well, you got something to do. And instruments and making melody with all your heart to the Lord. So we are told to make melody or take psalms and sing them. Amen. Amen. Um, there's a great benefit to uh, doing that because it's like meditation set to music. Yeah. Amen. And it should inspire us and uh, give us new revelation because as you meditate upon the word or in this, in this aspect, as you sing the word, you should see or have greater revelation in that area. Uh, there are quite a few psalms that have been put to music that will truly lift up your, your, your spirits and, and bring joy to your soul. So let's look at a couple this morning. So turn all the way back to the book of Exodus chapter 15. That's Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15, looking at verse 1. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel. This is a song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider are hath thrown into the sea. And what's the song that we sing? Boy. That's it. Okay. Some of us, some of, well, maybe not all of you heard it. Maybe I'll bring a few of these old songs out. Because what, like I said, it gives you a greater revelation of what's, what took place. Okay. Uh, let's look at another one. Let's go to Psalms chapter 27. So that's Psalms chapter 27. Verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength and my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Have you heard that song? Mm -hmm. Somebody sing it. The Lord is my my salvation. Uh, I can't sing it to you. Who will I fear? Who will I fear? You might want to sing it to me. Okay, so do you anybody remember some of these? I mean, these were 
They're in the Word. Should they spring up and start? Okay. Remember that Z book, the Z books we have in here? Right towards the end of the Old Testament. You want to find the book of Zechariah. That's Zechariah chapter 4. Let's see if you can sing this one. Zechariah chapter 4. Verse 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Anybody can sing that? I guess there's only one <laughs> solo. We got a soloist here, I tell you. Glory to God. See what you're missing? I mean, some of you don't even know what you're, you're going through the word and you don't know that you can rejoice with music through the scriptures. Okay, let's go to the New Testament. Second Corinthians. That's going to Second Corinthians. Yeah, okay. That's 2 Corinthians. Oops. It's changed a little bit. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, looking at verse 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Anybody want to take a guess on this one? I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things have passed away. I've been born again. Okay. Wild, huh? Well, if you listen to David Ingalls, he has numerous scriptures to song. That's why I like listen to Dave. I mean, some of you don't like country music, I know, but. You know, God is country. <laughs> all right. Now, all these songs are meant to build you up and strength, strength and give you a confession that you can sing and meditate onto. Amen. Okay. Let's go all the way back to the Old Testament again. And right after the book of Second Kings, you'll find. Chronicles, and we want to go to Second Chronicles. That's Second Chronicles. You found Second Chronicles? Okay. Chapter four. Do I have the right one? I didn't, I didn't write the right one. I, I'm blown away. Maybe it's First Chronicles. Yeah, it's First Chronicles. I'm sorry. First Chronicles. 
It's those crazy fingers that on the board. That's First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. And Jabez called on the Lord God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, that thy hand might be with me, that thou wouldst keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him which he requested. Anybody know the song there? You want to find that song on that thing? No Limit. There you go. No Limits. You remember hearing it? Because you're going to play it. Just get just the first part of it and listen to it. Jabez called upon the Lord God of Israel saying, listen to this song. A part of it, anyway. No, we don't need an old head. We just we're just going to just play a little bit of it, so you know I'm not pulling your leg. Following scripture. This is my prayer that your hand would be with me. Wow, what's good? these songs to do? Strengthen you. Give you confidence in the Word of God. Make your confession right. So somebody need to start singing this song because it's for you. It's something you can believe in. You're singing in the Word. I mean, set to music. I mean, how easy is that? Okay. Now, looking at this again, let's go to verse uh, 9. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him in sorrow. And Jabez called upon the Lord God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and thy hand might be with me, and thou would keep me from evil. And then it might not grieve me. And God, and, and God, and God, and God granted him that which he requested. What are we, I mean, if you were singing this, what is going to happen to your requests or ask of God? 
They'll be granted, it says here. Okay. Go back to verse 9. Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. More honorable than his brethren. Okay, because other, other people were doing the same thing. I mean, don't you think they were praying? Lord, I need this. I need that. I want you to do this. And it says, it was granted to Jabez. Why? God sees the difference between Jabez and his brethren. Is there a difference today between one pastor or another pastor? Between one Christian and another Christian? Second, now we go to Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 16 this time. God, in God's word, it says he's always looking for a man or woman that is after his own heart. That means Jabez had to be after his own heart. Of course, David, we know David did also, but 2 Corinthians uh, uh, Chronicles chapter 16, looking at verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. So God is looking for people that want Him. Seek Him. Has He found you yet? Are you being blessed? Are you all your requests being coming, coming to pass? If they haven't, he hasn't found you. Okay. One Christian seeks to excel. Another one doesn't. One Christian moves from glory to glory. The other one caves in. Hmm. One Christian uses his faith. The other lets his faith lay dormant. Uh-oh. One Christian will obey, the other rejects and rebels. Ouch. Do you think God is a respecter of persons? What's going on here? Well, let's look it up. Let's go to uh, Romans chapter 2. That's Romans chapter 2 first. Romans chapter 2. Look at verse 11. We want to confirm this so, so none of you are going to have any question, question or doubt. Is, does God respect persons? Romans chapter 2, verse 11. For there is no respect of persons with God. Okay. He sees each and every one of us equal. Amen. Okay. Let's, let's uh, verify it even better. Let's go to the uh, book of Acts, chapter 10 this time. Acts chapter 10. Looking at verse 34. That's Acts chapter 10, verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Glory to God. So that we find out. Everybody's equal. There's, there, every, we're equal. Glory to God. 
But how did Jabez get, in, get, get all his and nobody else did? He says he was above his brethren. Hmm. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 6. Pardon me, Hebrews 11. And verse 6. If God is not a respecter of persons, something's got to take place here. Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So God is a respecter of faith. Amen. When, when, if you look through the gospel, Jesus talked about Individuals' faiths. He says, Oh, ye of little faith, where is your faith? And a, and a couple of people, he said, How great is this faith? He said, Of one individual, you have greater faith than all, of the, than all of Israel. Nobody in Israel has that great faith. So God is looking at faith. That is the balance now that we have to rise to. We have to rise. Everyone has God. Oh, pardon me. No, I didn't write that right, so that's wrong. Don't even forget about that. <laughs> Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 10. Fine book of Deuteronomy. Verse 17, that's Deuteronomy 17. We're just going to look at this. That's Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. For the Lord God is a God of gods, and the Lord of lords a great God, mighty and terrible, which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. So that means you can't bribe God. There's a lot of people say, well, God, if you give me this, I'll do this. That's bribing God. It's not going to work. There's somebody else you can bribe. There's a lot of people that bribe the devil. If you give me this, I'll give you my soul. And you find out a lot of people do that. But you can't bribe God. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to look at a couple of people, a few people in Scripture. And see if you think. Go to the book of Genesis, chapter 25. We know that Jacob and Esau were brothers. Amen? Chapter 25. Let's go to verse 23. That's Genesis 25, 23. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separate from thy bowels, and one people shall be stronger than the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days were, uh, were to be delivered, she were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red, all over like a hairy garment. That's pretty good. <laughs> and they called his name Esau. 
And after that came, his brother came out, and, and a hand took hold of Esau's heel, and his, uh, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was uh, three school. Okay, so we have the brothers, uh, Jacob and Esau. We, we, as you look into this, as you, as you have read, or I hope you're reading this, caught up to this point uh, in your Bible reading. Um, one, one was looking after the things of God. He hungered after things of God. And the other was hungering after the natural things. Okay? Um, why is this so? Jacob always admitted his need for God. Okay? Uh, Esau never admitted his need for God. Okay? Uh, verse, chapter 25, um, 25 again, verse 27 will give us a, some information. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, and a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man, dwelling in tents. Okay, we're going to find out something about Jacob here that I think uh, uh, you'll find out in a minute. The word plain in your Strong's Concordance, uh, number 8535, means a complete, to be complete, whole, upright, perfect, innocent, undefiled, having integrity. Now, does that sound like a deceiver? Hmm. There is never a word of condemnation from God towards or about Jacob. Uh, let's now turn to the book of Romans, chapter 9. I think some of us have read the wrong thing here about Jacob. Uh, Romans chapter 9, verse 13. Better get in the right. As it was written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. So we see there is a difference. We know that when Esau went in to get, uh, you know, his, his dad said, I'm dying. And he, he said, get me a pot of, uh, not a pot, but uh, bring me some uh, savory meat. And Esau said, oh, yeah, I'll go get it. He, go, he goes out there, he goes hunting. And Jacob comes in with, through his mother. Uh, but Esau never tells his dad that he gave, sold or gave away his birthright. He never tells him that. Okay. Yeah. He gave his birthright up for a pot of lentils. Okay. A bunch of beans. Okay. <laughs> it's Esau. If you read. It's Esau that slandered Jacob. And so. Since that time. When you read. Jacob is a surplanter. He stole. But we're going to. We're going to find out if you think. There's a difference. We're going to find the difference. If, if someone slanders somebody, can that individual be trusted? Can Esau be trusted? No, because he wasn't telling the truth anyway. He, he sold his birthright. Okay. Um, Jacob, uh, 3290 in your Strong's Concordance. Uh, 
It means surplanter. It has the root number of 6117. It means heel catcher. Remember? When he was coming out of the womb, he grabbed the heel. The spiritual application means under our feet or under his feet. There's certainly a difference between, in God's eyes, between these two brothers. One was willing to do something. The other one was willing not to do anything. Uh, Jacob later was called Israel. Israel means the one who perseveres with God. Wow. Okay, and still in Genesis chapter 37, we have Joseph and his brothers. Uh, there's a notable difference here. Joseph was in harmony with God. He had dreams, visions, if you want to say. And his brothers saw uh, his dedication to learn of God and do godly principles, and they despised him for it. Wow. 1 Samuel chapter 16. You have David and his brothers. David was chosen above his brothers because he had a relationship with God that the others failed to seek after. And they threw David out there in the pastures with, with the sheep. And what did David do? Sang songs. Sang songs unto God. I mean, we could pick up, you go through the Psalms and we could find some more songs that you can sing. Wow. Okay. In the book of Daniel, chapter 1, uh, Daniel and his, and, and his cohorts, his, his men, were ten times brighter and wiser than the other people that, uh, at that same uh, equal opportunity <laughs> place, you could say, uh, because they followed after God with their own heart. The other ones, you know, they were doing their own thing. So that's why they were ten times greater. Sometimes, that's what sometimes I pray about you guys when, I, when it comes to talk. You're ten times, you and your... your your co-workers or your, or your you know, supervisor, whoever, you're ten times greater than yeah. anybody in that arena. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. something else. Right. And you can have, it's granted because we found that Jabez, what? Anything that he asked was granted. Right. Yeah. We've got, we, we have to start getting a hold of some of the, uh, of the word and, and begin to apply it to our lives. Not just, you know, hey, that's a good story. You know, there's only two verses in the whole Bible about Jabez. But look what he accomplished. God granted his request. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, back in... Back in uh, 1 Chronicles 4, verses 9 through 10. We know little of Jabez except it was written here in two verses. There will always be a price to pay for more of God than can be seen by men. 
Men will look at you and say, how come? But there's a price that you pay to get the requests of God. What's the sacrifice? It doesn't say, but we, knowing that Jabez was in line with God, that anointing came upon him. One of the first sacrifice was time. He had to spend time with God. Are you spending time with God enough to get your request made known? That he says, hey, yeah, you got a, you got a good request. I think I'm going to do something for you. But if you're not spending time with him, well, well, you know. Hello. Talent. What was, we don't know what his talent was, but he had to have talent because if we look through scriptures, it was time and talents. God will use some people that have talent. And he'll anoint that talent to be even greater. Amen. So whatever your job is at work, you can have talent to supersede everybody else. And people say, that individual is the best one we've had. Because you've got the talent. He's blessed that talent. He's anointed that talent. And the third thing we find out, not only that you make a sacrifice of time and talent, Something that people don't want to let go of is their pocketbook. Oh, you know, that's a little bit too much. But you remember what Cornelius, the angel said to Cornelius, because you have given your time, given offerings, your, your request is going to be made known. You're going to get receive great mighty things. So finances, you, you gotta, we, we have to release Three we have to sacrifice three things in our lives. Time, talent, and finances. Amen. And a lot of people, are, like I said, are tight with the pocketbook. Okay, so I, I'll ask you, you are the only ones that know this, because nobody else knows it, because it's all inward. How do you measure up in those three areas? Are you spending time with God? Are you giving him your talents at work? Are you giving him the finances that he needs or ask of you? He says tithes. Well, we all give tithes. Well, what about offerings? Well, it's a little bit on a different story. You know. And it says, in, in Malachi, you robbed me of tithes and offerings. And a, lot of, a lot of times, you know, well, you know, I give my tithes. A lot of people give tithes, but it's the over in abundance. Uh, not pushing that, okay? Jabez called upon the God of Israel. This showed he had a relationship with God. He must have great faith. Because it's impossible to please God without faith. So he had to have faith. It resonated with God. Wow, that guy has some faith. He says, what he's asking for, I've got to deliver because he's got faith that it's going to take place. Oh. Send one angel down. No, send a company of angels down there to help him out. Not just one. Okay. In James chapter 5, what does it say? James 5, 16. That the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. What did, what did uh, Jabez says? 
Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Oh, wow. He didn't say with what. He said, just bless me. You know, sometimes we're saying, how can that individual, why is that individual getting all that? He did it. I, the person says, I never asked for it. Well, God just wanted to bless you. We have to open up to, to what he's, he's saying here. What sacrifice are you, are you giving to God that he's wanted to bless you so much for? Oh, wow. Jabez's situation is calling for a blessing and growth. He says, enlarge my territory. Well, you think that came to pass? Said God granted his request. <laughs> and we think that Job was rich. They say that Job was the richest, you know, prior to Abraham, was the richest one. I think Jabez could have been right in that, that same category. He didn't have a wife that's saying, curse God and die, you know. <laughs> I guess he didn't have his Valentine card or something. I don't know. <laughs> Did he have, you, you know, God granted his request. He had to grow spiritually. As you receive, as you exercise your faith and things begin to take place, you are exercising more. You're stretching out for more, just like the song. No limits, no boundaries. Stretch. Stretch what? Forth. Break forth. What's in your hand? Whatever you put your hand to shall. And we think nothing, nothing's going to happen with my hands. Wrong thinking. Amen. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. That shows intense determination. Bless me indeed. I want it. That's not a half-hearted prayer. This is me. You're, you're getting in God's face. You could say almost. God says in Isaiah chapter 1, let us reason together. He wants you to talk to him. Why should I give you this? Well, I don't know. I just want it. That's not it. Because your word says I can have it. I'm a blood-bought child of God. I should be above and not beneath. I'm tired of being beneath, Lord. I'm doing my best. I'm sacrificing my time, my talents, and my finances to you. That means you've got to raise me up. Uh-oh. He was determined whatever he was holding his blessings, whatever was holding his blessings from manifestation would come to pass. He wasn't going to let the devil rob him of anything. Too many of us, oh, well, it's, it's okay. It's not okay. He called God to intervene with the supernatural. Amen. 
When God intervenes, it's always supernatural. Wow, just think of it. Jabez was having a good time. It's supernatural because he has favor. His faith brought favor into the... We talked about favor last week. And it caused it to happen quickly or suddenly. We, we need suddenlies to take place. You know, there's a lot of people that have suddenlies take place in their life. Suddenly an accident. Suddenly a trip. You know, suddenly a postponement. We don't want that type. You want the suddenlies that God gives. So when you speak of your suddenlies, put it on a positive note. Well, suddenly the superintendent caught me. Well... We have to be out there waiting for the suddenlies. Lord, it's taking place. I requested it. Hit me with that suddenly. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, let's go to Proverbs chapter 10. Find Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10, looking at verse 22. The blessing of the Lord. Well, this sounds like we're talking about Jabez here. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow with it. So you think Jabez was sorrowful? No, this man was happy. He had joy. There's another song, Joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Some of you, what joy? <laughs> you better start singing, this, singing the song of joy. Enlighten yourself. Don't burden yourself. Why burden yourself with the cares of the world? Everybody else is going to carry those. And people look at you kind of strange when you're joyful. What's wrong with that individual? Do you remember down in, for those that went down to St. Louis with us? There was joy walking on the streets when we were there. And people look, were looking at you like, whoa, we know what you got. And how has it happened today? You're walking down the street and people look at you, look what you got. I don't want to be around that guy or that girl. Well, terrible. You know, your attitude radiates from you. I told you about the time, but well, yeah, yeah. okay. When I was uh, stationed in Alaska, I had a terrible, I think we was getting off a graveyard. Going through the chow line. And the guy was so happy, you know, slinging that hash and all that type of stuff. I gave him a bad pen, the terrible. I mean, this just, just shocked him the way I, I hit him. I mean, he was happy, you know, just serving me, and I go, <laughs> What are you happy for? 
But you, it, it shouldn't have been that way around. His joy should have overtook me. Well, it did, it hit, did hit me because, you know, I, was, I felt terrible when I sat down and started eating. This poor guy jumped on him for nothing. Uh, okay. When we see God's blessing as the ultimate value in our life, we open ourselves up to His power and His purposes. Nothing short of miracles will come your way. I mean, you can, people will call it a miracle, but you don't have to call it a miracle. This is an everyday thing. This should be an everyday thing. He said, God granted His request. It means it's an everyday thing. It's not a miracle. Well, think about it. When the disciples were gone out and they started laying hands on people and they were what? Healed. Did they think it's, this is a miracle, this is a miracle, this is a miracle? No, this became an ordinary event. What I have, I give unto you. We need to open up. What have you requested of God? Have you given Him your time? your talents, and your finances. Whoa, okay. The miracles or the everyday events of blessings, they come because we ask. Jabez asked, requested. Requested, sometimes you could say a demand. Are you doing that? Or just going, yeah, you know, it's kind of, I'm telling God to do that. Well, God says, hey, ask. Knock. Seek it. It's not, nothing, it's not going to surprise him if you ask him for something. But put, it in, put it in the right context. He says, enlarge my coast. If you, move in a, if you move with purpose and the will of God in your life, there will always be room for enlargement. He said, extend my territory. Extend my territory. What do you think it happened? Well, I said, God said, what he asked, he received. It was granted. Are you calling on God to expand the realm of your opportunities to touch more lives? Just me and us four and no more. No, that's not the way it goes. The prayer of Jabez is an appointment for greater capabilities. There's greater capabilities than what you think. Above and beyond what you think. Dream or ask. It's there. Oh, glory to God. Whatever you limit, whenever you limit God, you limit your resources. Whenever you limit God, you, you limit your resources. Whenever you limit your faith, you handicap God. Okay? Okay, let's go to the book of Ephesians once again, chapter 3 this time. That's Ephesians chapter 3. Oops. 
That's Ephesians chapter 3, looking at verse 8. Unto me, who am less than the least of all the saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Unsearchable riches is what is available to us. Amen. You cannot bankrupt God. When you pray, oh Lord, I, I, you know, it's not that I don't, I don't have that anymore. I gave that, I gave that last promise up to somebody else. They've got it. Ask of them. No, you can't bankrupt God, okay? No matter how big you ask, God can cover it. Amen? Amen? When we limit ourselves or we make ourselves prisoners to bad conditions. When we limit ourselves, we make ourselves prisoners to bad conditions. Okay, all the way back to the Old Testament once again to the book of Deuteronomy. Oh, glory to God. Deuteronomy chapter 12. Look at verse 20. When the Lord thy God shall enlarge thy borders, as he has promised thee, glory to God, thou shalt say, I shall eat the flesh, because thou my soul eateth, longeth to eat flesh, for thou mayest eat flesh whatsoever thy soul lusts after. So, God has wanted to increase us. As he's promised, when we meet his conditions. What's the conditions? Time, talent, finances. Oh, my gosh. Isaiah chapter 54. We have to hurry. In Isaiah chapter 54. Well, actually, I don't have to hurry because... The school bus doesn't leave right now. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 54, uh, beginning with verse 1. Sing, 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 O barren, that thou that didst not hear. Break forth unto singing, and cry aloud, that thou didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Verse 2. Enlarge. Enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth and uh, forth the curtains of thy habitation. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. In other words, prepare for, the, uh, for boundlessness. In other words, build new barns. Amen. Verse 3. For thou shalt break forth 
on the right hand and on the left. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make desolate cities to be inhabited. Well, there's a good one right there. Shall inherit the Gentiles. There you go, soul winners. Call it in. Call it in. We're going to break forth and bring in the Gentiles. We're going to bring in the lost. Is that your request? Let's go do it then. Amen. Glory to God. Three. Okay. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. That thy hand might be with me. He's not going, going anywhere without God. Be with me. What did Moses say? God says, I'm going to give you the land. But I'm staying back here. And Moses says, I'm not going anywhere. You've got to be with me. Many of us would say, wow, you're giving me all these riches. Oh, glory to God. I'm going to be rich, famous, and so forth. You know how many people that, that won these lotteries within a year or two, they don't have the million at all? It's all squandered. You better have God with you. Because you can't outgive God. Psalms 145. One, Psalms 145. There's no limits. Psalms 145, looking at ver beginning with verse 14. The Lord upholds all that fall and rises up all that those that be bowed down. The, eye, the eyes of all that wait upon thee, thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand and satisfied the desires of the living thing. Glory to God. Without him, you can do nothing. Next two verses. Uh, the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. Verse 18. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. Going on to verse 19, he will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. Wow. He will also hear their cry and he will save them. Verse 19, wow, that is good. That's, that sounds like Jabez. You must read the whole chapter. The Lord preserves them that love them, but all the wicked will be destroyed. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and all the flesh of his holy flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. You think that's what Jabez did? I think that's what he did. That's why he, become, he became, just in two verses, important. Important more than all his brethren. All those other believers. He was more important. No limits. He asked for no limits. What can you accomplish without the presence of God? Dependence upon God makes heroes out of ordinary people. 
When we ask God to release His power, He turns the impossible to the possible. Glory to God. Boundaries fall. There are no limits when God is with you. Glory to God. First Chronicles 4.10 says, That thou wouldst keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. This is a brilliant request to sustain his blessed life. And I'm, I'm blessed now, but don't let any evil come upon me. Well, that, if evil's wiped out, what, what else do you have? Nothing but blessings. He had sustained blessings come upon him. Amen. Whoa! To 18? I'm not there. You'll have to read it on your own. I'm sorry. Exodus. I wasn't there. Okay. Without doubt, success brings with, with it greater opportunities for failure. But if you ask him to remove the evil, you, you have nothing but blessings. Glory to God. Um, we have to note in... in when Jesus speaks in Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, Lead us not into temptation. There's no word about con confrontation. He says, lead us not into temptation. He says, let's fight. I'm prepared to fight. He says, don't, don't, just don't, don't let me be there. This is the same thing that Jabez says. Keep evil away from me. Some of us need to wake up. Keep the evil away from me, Lord. Amen. We just go through the day. Oh, it's, it just happened to be a bad day. They said when the towers went down, there was a... Some people were told not to go into work that day. I would think no evil befell them. There was a couple of churches that were there. Nobody went in. They were kept from evil. Wow. We're part of the body of Christ. You are the blessed. God granted Jabez's request because Jabez believed in that which he prayed for would come to pass. He had favor, he had fellowship, he had communion with God, and simple trust in God that his faith would reel it in. Okay. God can answer your request also, or my request. God, we found out, is not a respecter of people. But he is a respecter of faith. You have faith. We've been given the measure of faith. Romans 12, 3. It's what you do with your faith. Is there a difference among Christians? Believers, yes. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18 says, Let us reason together. Let's talk together, God says. We need to learn to obey his word and allow... Our faith to soar as wings of eagles. Lay aside your plans for God's plans. 
Enter into his rest. Jesus said, I give you rest, my rest. Do that which is necessary to be successful in God's eyes. Time. You know, if we are supposed to give a tithe of our finances, what about a tithe of our time? How much time are you giving the Lord? Are you giving him 10%? That's going to hurt us all. You never hear a complaint for those who follow after Jesus. You never hear a complaint of those who follow after Jesus. It's the ones who are not fully committed that murmur and complain and find fault and make excuses. A spiritually minded man knows, or woman knows who they are and what, they're, what they are capable of doing following the plans and purposes of God in their life. It will take sacrifice as we end. It will take sacrifice on your part. Your time, your talents, and your finances. To be set apart, to have no limits to operate in our lives. I pray that each and every one of us does the necessary things to accomplish this task. We are the New Testament saints. We are New Testament saints who have been given the ability already to do the impossible to the Lord Jesus Christ. We are a step above Jabez. Quite a few steps above Jabez. But look what he accomplished as an Old Testament saint. Look what we can accomplish as New Testament saints. Okay. I did it. I did it. I went over. I let you out for a number of weeks. Early, early, early. This time. So I still got I still got time to Anybody need prayer at this time? Okay, you have you said you want to share something? Okay. Okay, uh, we just want to thank those that have brought some uh, 